0: Hey, welcome to Talking Mindset with Murph. This is episode four. I'm DMACC, our director of mental conditioning. I'm with our CEO, Brian Murphy. Murph, good morning. DMAC, that's a good word, man. Yeah, the, the good word is we're talking mindset today. And actually, we're gonna talk about self-awareness. And 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 real quick, what is talking mindset with Murph and why are we doing it? Well, what it is is it's a it's a video podcast that we're looking just to take a deeper dive into one of Murph's isms. You know, there's a lot of context behind um A simple statement. And so really it's just a conversation. Hey, how can we take a deeper dive in this and gain greater clarity? Because clarity is king, you know, whether it's individual success or team success, the first thing we got to have is clarity of target. So today we're going to talk about some self-awareness. Murph, you cool with that? Let's go. Yeah, it's great. All right. All right. So here's the one we're unpacking today. Knowing who you are and staying true to your sense of right and wrong is a true secret weapon. Murph, unpack that for us.
1: So again, I'm going to look inward, right? Um, I know there's a line of values. There are values that I have as an individual and things that I'm not willing to do, not lines that I'm not willing to cross. And I think when you understand that and you think about how as a company, we're always going to treat people right, and so we want to welcome. You know, we want to welcome the right people. In our organization. When people leave our organization, then we value the time that we spent with them, right? So let's let's. I, I like to think about um, my how my values apply to the everyday decisions that we're making. Right? What what would I be proud of seeing and not proud of seeing? Right? And so. Um, for me, when I think about uh, it being a secret weapon, I think that when you lead more with your values, I believe in accountability, right? So I don't want to ask somebody to do something I'm not willing to do, um, and um, and I think that when I when I lead with that, I make better decisions and I become more consistent for people around me, right? And so when you when when for me the reasons it's a secret weapon is. Um, I can be a very hard-charging, driven, everybody knows that. I'm a very serious person. I'm an intense person. But um, when, the, when situations present themselves, self, I'm going to show grace. I'm going to have empathy, right? We're going to do the right thing every time. And people can understand how fast we move and the desire to grow and the desire to be a better company and to get a little bit better because they also can trust that there is that grace and compassion um, as a company, as an individual, right? And I think that's a that's a balance of things. Um, and I, I I struggle that all the time in my own mindset, right? Um, but I think for me, understanding your values and what you value, or, or more importantly, what you don't, what are like zero non-starters. So for me, it makes my life a little bit easier, because if there are, especially if it's external or ReliQuest, if it's a community organization, or a group, or whatever it is, if they do not share my values, right? If they are not accountable, right? If they are not out here to be helpful, right? And we're not willing to be adaptable and they aren't focused. I will not commit my time to that organization. Won't be around it. And so if there's someone who's unethical or lacks integrity involved at all, I will not be involved at all. And so those are really, it allows me to be very decisive about where I spend my time and where I don't. Right. Um, and I think that, why that's a secret weapon is um, it's really helped us protect the brand of ReliQuest over, over time. We don't allow our brand to fly next to something that, that, that isn't world-class also, right? And um, we're not perfect in that, but we're intentional, right? Um, I'm intentional about, you know, who I'm around, who I spend time with, um, and, and what I allow in my head space. Um, and that, I think, all helps me be more consistent as a person. And ultimately, if we all do that and practice that, the company can become more consistent. And I think that's the secret weapon is consistency.
0: Yeah, Murph, I definitely agree. I mean, consistency is so important because consistency breeds trust. You know, and, and, and the highest performing teams, highest performing companies have a high level of trust. You know, and I want to share a story with you, uh, I guess not a story, I guess a, a study with you, a 2010 Cornell University study of 72 CEOs of, of both public and uh, private companies that ranged in value from $50 million to $5 billion. And what they were looking for in these CEOs, they were looking, you know, what are the traits? What are some common things that show up um, that that these uh, successful CEOs have? And they only found one, one consistent uh, trait that uh, was the same across all 72 of them. And again, and that was a high level of self-awareness, a high level of self-awareness. And so you're right. It, it is a secret weapon because it breeds trust, you know, and the importance of trust in, in high performance. And so... I guess with that being said, I have two questions. One, when you started a uh, ReliaQuest, um, how high was your level of self-awareness? like had, had you already established your personal values? And then two, the second part to that is, is when um, you know uh, Quest started, did you already have the four core values lined out? Can you uh, tell us about that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so you know, starting ReliQuest, I think for me. Um, I, I knew accountability has always been something that has driven me um, and I, I'm a believer in it. I've always held myself to a higher standard, almost an unnatural standard um, of what performance looks like. And that that creates some difficulties, too. That'll be a whole separate podcast of the downside of, of that um, extreme view. Um, and so... I knew when starting the company that I was willing to do the things that other people weren't willing to do, right? I have my ethics and my values to, to, to be the guardrails. They're the, they're the paint in the lines and then I can play anywhere within those lines, but I was willing to do the work and willing to find a way regardless of what came at us. And so I think um, just the fact that when we started ReliQuest, I didn't start with some formalized business plan. I didn't Wake up in the morning and hit my head, draw the flux capacitor, and then go build a time machine, right? So, um, it was and it was an idea to start something that could tackle these big problems, right? Or I, it was a, it was an internal desire that I had to do it, and I needed to get started, and I didn't care what it was; I just needed to go. And that's really driven by that accountability. I was being accountable to myself, um, and and you know, our daughter was one and. Uh, we were really just starting our family, and and Renee, but Renee knew that about me from our time together, and just knew this is what I was supposed to do, right? And so, that has always helped me. Our values as a company, um, you know, the words were actually created by um, and defined by the entire company at a uh, all company conference, probably four or five years ago. Uh, we broke everybody up in the room. There's maybe a hundred people. We broke them up into five. So the, the define our charging statement, right. Um, the, the, you know, I am rely quest and then define what does accountability need? What does helpful mean? What does focus mean? What does adaptable mean? And, and small groups, um, define those. And it was, we, we allotted, I think two hours for the exercise and the, the hundred people got together, they were done in 40 minutes and there was such. Clarity around what we were doing and where we were going and and what's interesting now Darren is When people are like, well, what's our what's our strategy and what's the vision and? um, What what why I chuckle a little bit to myself when I hear that because I'm like well the market gets a vote and Technology changes and so if you I'll lay out a roadmap of directionally, where are we going with intent right now? But I can tell you what won't change our values so embrace our mindset you know, ask yourself, are you being accountable to your job right now? We can get lost by the future. The future, love to sit back, kick our feet up, and where are we going, and how does this make me f- All right, but are right now are we accountable to the job in front of us? You know, don't worry about what dinner is tomorrow if you haven't eaten what's on your plate today. And so that's a lot of how these things have been guided and um, have been built. The words themselves, I, I create a small committee probably – six, seven years ago to say, okay, accountability has got to be one. What are our other three values? Right. And, um, and I really liked helpful. Um, I, I really think there's power and being helpful and just being a nice person. Um, and sometimes, you know, I have to remind myself with my natural intensity and me walking from point A to point B that that intensity cannot be helpful sometimes. So I have to go through these like things of my own personality to slow myself down a little bit, but that all comes back to accountability and really self-awareness, right? Like I, I'm good, bad, or indifferent. I'm, I'm, I'm aware. Um, and Renee usually always says that she's just like, you know, it's, it's hard to stay mad at Brian. Cause he's usually the first one to realize that he's being an ass about
0: something. Um, so uh, I try to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Murph. Th- yeah, th- thanks for sharing. You know the story of kind of where our four core values, you know, came from, and and, and how they were uh, you know formulated from from a lot of people within the company. I think that's really cool. Really cool. Uh, and, and just kind of on the on that same note, in, in regards to our four core values, and and this is really around self awareness. And I'm going to let you talk through it. But listening to you describe it, my my assumption is that uh, the one that's a strength, the one that is the most natural to you, would be accountability. My guess is the one that um, is not always top of mind uh, that you're going to have to be probably more intentional about is you know our core value of being uh, helpful. But I'll let you uh, talk about that more. What What do you got? Four four core values. Um, which one is, is your strength and which one do you have to be really intentional about getting right?
1: Yeah, and, and, and um, I think it's funny. Uh, I can be totally helpful. I'm out and about and, you know, somebody needs help opening a door or lifting something, carry something. That's by my ultimate. I treat almost everybody like the customer. It's sometimes the people closest to me when I'm in that intense motion. So it's not that I'm not actively helpful. It's sometimes I'm not aware when I'm not being help, unintentionally being unhelpful because I'm um, thinking about something. Um, I, you know, I, I, I'm working through two challenging things right before I go into a meeting. A third pops up, and I go into that meeting in a totally in, inappropriate headspace, and I gotta quickly walk myself back and 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 calm myself. I'd say accountability, 100%. That accountability breeds focus, right? My my like obsession with being accountable keeps me laser focused almost uh it can be unhealthy at times um but i I can be obsessive um but I, i think there's power and focus uh in in so many things that we do in life
0: yeah yeah no doubt murph there's there's power in focus you know and i mean we know this right where we focus we always see more you know, a silly example is, you know, if I walk out of my house today and I'm focused on looking for red cars, I'm going to see all the red cars. And, and that's good if that's what I'm looking for, you know, but not good if I if I don't notice the white car broken down that, that might need some assistance, you know, and I can't be helpful because I'm too focused. Again, there's, there's times when we need to be really focused. There's other times maybe we need to be really helpful, but I think the key goes back to Uh, is awareness right Uh, being aware because sometimes we get so focused on the next call or the next meeting that maybe we miss opportunities to be helpful in the meantime and so again uh, goes back to awareness and and really I think about you know our company ReliQuest and and just how young we are and how long it takes to develop self-awareness you know so I would just encourage uh, a lot of you you know to spend time in reflection uh, you know whether it's a you know at, at the end of every day spend time reflecting like why did I do that what are some things I did well what are some things I need to improve you know there's the whole you know keep start stop method what do I need to keep doing what do I need to start doing what do I need to stop doing you know but um, another thing you can do is always um, ask teammates ask people that are around you hey what 's it like to work with me what are some areas that um, you know that are, are my strengths and what are some areas that I really need to improve you know because what happens is uh, the greater clarity we get around self-awareness, ourselves, um, the more consistent we are, the more consistent we are, the more trustworthy we become. And the more trustworthy we become, the greater our individual performance is. But more importantly, the greater uh, teammate you become and the greater your team performance uh, gets. And then it just starts to go uh, go grow exponentially.
1: I, I love that. And I, I think... Um... Part of the benefit of being self-aware is in my experience, and I found it to be powerful, to use the self-awareness to help put people around you that complement the areas where you're not the strongest. And so that's allowed us to have this just world-class operating team. And to me, the biggest compliment that I can say to somebody or somebody can say to me is that person's a great operator of their business, regardless of what they do inside Reliquest, They're a great operator because that means they can, they can tell you where they're going. They can tell you why they're going there. They can tell you how they're going to get there and then they can hop into that thing and drive it and, and then navigate along the way. Right. And, and so for me, it's allowed me to put great operators around me in the business that are stronger in areas that I'm not but i had to first admit to myself that that's not something i a want to do or b should be doing or c can do right and 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 that's um uh that that's a powerful realization that's how you can weaponize self-awareness a little bit
0: yeah so going back to that 2010 cornell university study that we talked about earlier you know what they found was you know again uh, the one thing that was consistent was the high level of self-awareness. But the reason why that led to success for all of these CEOs was because they hired the appropriate people around them, right? They knew what they should be doing. They knew what they shouldn't be doing. You know, they knew what they liked. They knew what they didn't like. And so they hired accordingly. And so again, it speaks to self-awareness and, you know, and that's why we talk about, you know, this particular ism, you know, self-awareness is a true secret weapon, or as you described it, you know, you can weaponize self-awareness.
1: I tell the kids, you know, it's best advice. Um, I got, I was in college and, uh, somebody gave me my first business book. I was probably 19 and I read it rich dad, poor dad. Um, and, uh, and then we couple football games later, I saw this individual. He's asking me about the book. I love the book. And that really kicked off reading for me. And, uh, and he said, he was a very successful businessman. He said, you know, Brian, um, you're going to struggle at your age to, to try to figure out like what you want to be and what you want to do. And I will encourage you to figure out who you want to be, the type of person you want to be and what you value and the rest will take care of itself. He said, cause you can't see into that crystal ball. And he shared some experiences and I'll tell you, Darren, that is truly been accurate. Um, you know, I would have told you I was going to be a partner at PricewaterhouseCoopers uh, back in college, uh, and and then here we are, one of the largest and best cybersecurity uh, companies in the world, tackling you know the, one of the largest threats to our generation, uh, and and working with some fantastic people along the way. And so I, I tell my kids that all the time. Like my daughter is very driven. Fifteen knows what she wants going after it and she's trying to figure out today what she wants to be one day. I'm like, well, figure out, you know, use that, reuse that advice, figure out who you want to be, the type of person you want to be, your values and the rest will take care of itself. So I got to have self-awareness whether we want to listen to it or not. That doesn't mean I'm, I'm perfect at it there's some days I'm I'm self-aware about what I'm doing, right? I just don't want to acknowledge it. Uh, it may take a day or two, right? So there's the, the reconciliation period of that uh, isn't always instant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's part of the human experience. I mean, part of being human is that we're not perfect. Uh, we're going to screw up. Sometimes we might not live within our values uh, the best way or, or the way we want, but self-awareness is the key of knowing when we're outside of those and then we can get back. So so really, to 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 RQ and to everyone listening in, just um, one, just a few things to think about. One, have you established your own personal values? You know what, what's important to you, and then two, do you live within those? You know, do you consistently live within those? And again, it's about establishing, you know, who you want to become versus you know what you want to be. You know, so I think that's the first thing. Second thing I would say is, do you know our company's four core values? Do you know them, and and not do you just know them? I mean, because I mean, they're listed as nouns, but do you verbify them? Is verbify a word? It is now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's a word now, verbify, love it. So, um, but yeah, it's not just, are you being accountable? How are you being accountable? You know, how are you being adaptable? How are you um, practicing focus? You know, uh, a mindset is not a mindset if it doesn't show up inconsistent behavior patterns. It simply is not. It's just something that, that you've been able to, to say, but you haven't internalized it yet. You haven't made it your own, and it doesn't show up in your actions yet. You know, so that's one thing I think to really consider, uh, you know, going forward. One is, you know, what are your personal values? You know, it's, again, it's about establishing who you want to become, not what you want to become. And then two, are you verbifying or are you working within RQ's four core values?
1: I, I totally agree. And I think, you know, uh, a last point and then a challenge to our, any our listeners out there. Um, you know, the last point is when you figure out who you want to be or what your strengths are, that doesn't mean we don't have to do things we don't like doing, right? So sometimes on the way, in fact, almost every time on the way to becoming what we're capable of being and, and, and mirroring those values that we have, we have to do the things that we don't want to do. Right. And just to get to that point, you got to be willing to fight through some unpleasant things. And so it's not about comfort when we talk about self-awareness and values aren't value the things that hurt the least or take the least amount of work typically on the path to towards your values and being truly self-aware, you got to fight some pretty big obstacles. And so what I will challenge the company is, you know, I believe in being helpful but if there are times when anyone sees me out in the hallways or walking around where I've got that intense, you know, the masks don't help. I need to hold up a sign that says I'm smiling under this. But um, but where I'm moving too quick or moving too fast and seem too intense, and then that's not being helpful, hey, stop and have a conversation with me. Uh, you, know, you know, snap me out of that. That would be very helpful uh, to me as I start to become more self-aware of how my intensity can take over uh, in a given day. So... But that's it. I appreciate it. Um, Darren, thank you so much for this, man. I really enjoy hanging out and, and having a conversation with you.